are you in the Christmas spirit? Am I in the Christmas spirit? You know, I feel like the situation we're in right now is so lending itself towards such holiday cheer. Can you <laughs> can you sense the sarcasm in my voice? I was like, where is she going with this? Is she actually in the holiday spirit? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I haven't even listened to a single Christmas song yet. We did do that one day, like the day we put uh, the Christmas tree up, which I think was like the day before Thanksgiving or something. We did it sometime that week um, yeah. where we were just like, why not? Let's go ahead. And so we put some music on them, but that's the only time we've done it so far. And it, I mean, it helped. It was a little cheery. It was it was nice. I mean, I think I love lights no matter what. So I think those always I know that's so nice. make me feel a little bit better. What about you? Are you in the Christmas spirit? Ho, ho, ho. I, I, once again, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Absolutely not. I wish I were. I'm going to I'm gonna work on it this week because it is supposed to be the most magical time of the year. And to forego that, like, entirely sounds sad. Yeah. Um, but it is sad right now. So there's yeah. that. I mean, it's something to celebrate, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not something to celebrate. It's something to do. Yeah, it is something to do. I mean, is that how we would define it at this point? That Christmas is something to do? I mean, is that, yeah, I I feel like part of our, whether we keep this in or not, you know, we've been trying to figure out what the topic should be or what we should call this episode, and that's what we're trying to figure out. What is Christmas? What did Christmas mean growing up? Also, we should introduce ourselves. There's always that. Who are you? (laughs) Uh, I am Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. This is What the Hell podcast. We don't normally say whatever. I don't need to stop, keep clarifying. <laughs> I want is... you to say that every time. We're what the is... whole podcast. We don't have to say podcast. <laughs> say it every I time. I normally try to like cut it out later, like after the fact. But anyways, yes, this is what the hell, episode 30. So for this momentous occasion, we should definitely talk about some traditions growing up, some things we were allowed to believe or not allowed to believe. Yes. And all, all of the above. Yes. And if you're new here, we were both raised very religiously. Um, We're not so much anymore, but those things have still carried over into our adulthood. So adulthood, like, doesn't that sound so... um... Like an adult thing to say? (laughs) It just sounds super douchey. But yes, to use the word adult is like the most adult thing you can do, I think. So here we are being adults and living Christmas during a pandemic. So we want to talk a little bit this week about our Christmas traditions growing up or lack thereof and how a little a little compare and contrast if you will yes like like if you're writing an essay in the eighth grade Mm -hmm. this is what we're doing this week um so yeah we're just gonna dive right in I mean Christmas growing up obviously in a pastor's family I was a pastor's kid Brittany's a pastor's kid missionary kid and so like what's more important than Christmas maybe Easter Maybe Easter. I, you know, I always wondered that after the fact. It was like, it, it feels like Easter is more about Jesus than Christmas is. Yeah. Even though Jesus, or Jesus, even though Christmas is, you know, the birth of Jesus or what it's supposed to be representing. But, you know, it doesn't feel quite as celebratory for just Jesus as Easter does. But then Easter is also about, like, I used to, I went through this weird thing when in my sort of walking away from Christianity 
at different points with Easter going like it's like it's about death and all the stuff and then no it's about resurrection but I'm like okay but just a weird it's two weird days of interesting ways to celebrate (laughs) and if you really want to break down like the resurrection what is like weirder and creepier than that honestly yeah it is strange like taking a step back and trying to analyze that from where I am now it's definitely something that you know you just accepted without questioning at all and now when I think about it I'm like oh that's very interesting if I just heard the story right now about somebody I'd be like okay no totally like what if it happened now and we're all like you know it happened now we're like we wrote about it now as though it happened now we, we all just be like you're insane that didn't happen a hundred percent people would think that one hundred percent without okay doubt. <laughs> like no question like you can't write like a fable like that in real time you have to wait like at least 200 years yes and be like back then yeah we may or may not know is the thing (laughs) oh my god it's hilarious okay so Brittany talking about Christmas I needed statistics because I love them um it's the only C I got in college though just FYI I got a C (laughs) in my statistics class I did not do well either and I was a math person but that was like the only math that I'm like this is not math this is like stupid word math and I don't know. I don't like it. It's like word problems. It was. It was really confusing. I did not excel at it. And the only reason I even took it was so I could go to law school. And then I decided not to go to law school. What so, a waste of time. What a money. waste of my actual time. <laughs> and money. And it also just made me feel stupid. So like all around a bad idea. Don't take statistics, kids. <laughs> uh, but let's share some statistics. So I went to the Gallup website, uh, which, you know, everybody knows like Gallup polls. Um, and we're all aware of them because of like elections and all this kind of stuff. And like, they're notoriously just wrong. Mm. So I went to the source of wrongness. And this is what I found. So uh, Christmas in the United States. Are you interested in this? Me? Sorry, no, I, I gotta... just meant like, does anybody care about statistics but me? <laughs> I was like, are you calling me out? Was I distracted for a moment? Not at all. Um, Not at all. I think everybody should care a little bit. I've, I'm th- I'm riveted by, about what you're about to tell me. So please. Great. I'll keep it short. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to be lectured. Okay, so it, it says on the Gallup website that near universal observance of Christmas is seen across all gender, age, education, and income subgroups of Americans with more than 9 in 10 in each of those subcategories saying they celebrate. So that's a lot. Something that just like kind of made me laugh on the website, it says that Christmas specifically is a unifying event for Republicans and Democrats. <laughs> hey, that's something positive for this year. If, yeah. If, if not that, then we can celebrate something together. Exactly. Like we'll we'll handshake across the aisle for Christmas. Um, it says the only Americans less likely to observe Christmas are those who say that religion is not very important to them. But even among those people who say that religion is not very important to them, 85% of them still celebrate Christmas. Mm, that's interesting. I know. I thought so, too. Um, okay. And then it said, while the overall percentage of Americans celebrating Christmas remains high, fewer people today, 71%. Then a decade ago, 82% say it is a strongly or somewhat religious holiday for them, which I thought is interesting. So, like, in 10 years, mm-hmm. uh, 11% fewer people say that Christmas is a religious holiday for them. Yeah, that is interesting. It's not that surprising just knowing, like, I, I know we've talked a bunch of times about how, you know, Christianity is still, like, growing in, like, leaps and bounds, but I also haven't looked up the statistics of like also how many people like what where's the gauge of like growing versus leaving and sure obviously right. if it's growing then it 
there should be more to believing it than walking away. But I still think overall things are very different than a decade ago. You said it was a, yeah, a decade ago? Yeah, and it, it, within one decade. And these stats, I believe, were I pulled from 2019. So it's really yeah. recent. Yeah. That's a really good point, though, because they always talk about, like, Pentecostalism is the fastest growing um, sect of Christianity, I believe, in the world, definitely in America. But, yeah, what are the stats on how many of us, like, grew up that way and now aren't that way at all? That's Yeah, I'm so curious about that because I think a statistic like this would would definitely make sense to me just going, even if they're people that whether they are still religious or not or they're identify as christian or not they may not consider christmas as much of a religious um, practice or experience or holiday as they maybe once did because i feel like i would still i would answer that differently now so i mean not not that like if you ask me what does it mean or stand for like i could give you the book response like the science or not science but like the here's the thing I was taught growing up um this is why I believe a lot of people celebrate it but like is that what it's become for me right now in my life like not really right it's so funny because like you know again like walking away from Christianity and all these things when it comes to Christmas it's like the one time of year when I allow myself to just be like Jesus centric not that I'm out here like being like all hail Jesus Mm -hmm. but your nativity scene and everything yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm not necessarily breaking out my nativity scene But I'm totally, like, I love a candlelight church service. Yeah. There is something special about that. There is. There's something special about that. Just, like, not that we're doing it this year, but, like, and I haven't in several years, actually. But just being in one place with everybody with their little candles and Mm a little paper. And it just feels unifying and it feels special. And I'm okay with the fact that, like, we're talking about Jesus. Yeah, I agree. I, like, I find myself missing those kind of moments in church this the sort of sentiment I think it's more sentimental than anything Mm -hmm. and it does feel like probably an emotional thing as well because there is something very special about like especially the music part for me is like everybody singing these these like hymns or sort of Christmas carols all together it feels very like moving but I don't know that it's because of what it's meant to be moving for but I think it's more of the unification that it is you know creating in that moment is what I think is so beautiful you know it's either unity or the holy spirit yeah (laughs) you you choose (laughs) I'm such yeah it's up to you it's up to the person this is is Um, a choose your own adventure uh, podcast Isn't 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 everything about life a choose your own adventure situation? Once you get to old enough to choose, then yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hence how we have arrived here. <laughs> but sorry, continue. No, as far as I'm concerned, we've completely arrived in all ways. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Christmas notwithstanding so like did you have like really clear-cut Christmas traditions growing up where you guys had like very specific things that you did every year? Um, I would say yes. Yes. And I I would say my my straight answer is yes. But then as I got married and like have met other people, then I feel like, well, maybe not as much as maybe somebody else did. But we definitely had some traditions. Well, I want to know like what we didn't do that you did. Yes. So most of my life as a recap was spent in South Africa. And ironically, or I guess it's not even ironically, but Although everybody that I knew still celebrated Christmas, it's not done in the same way that it happens here. I think nothing, nothing is quite like how Americans celebrate things, just in terms of like the grandness of everything. You know, people, some people would have trees, but most of them would be like a little, you know, two or three foot thing you just put on like a table or something. They didn't have the big tree. Some people did, but it wasn't a common thing. 
Oh, interesting. But we always celebrated like in the kind of traditional American way because my parents grew up American. And so we still celebrated the same American traditions like Thanksgiving and Halloween, not so much, but Christmas, definitely. Um, Now, we were in the Southern Hemisphere, so it was always hot at Christmas. Mm. Um, And I know you grew up in Florida, so it was not as It was hot adjacent. Yes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, in terms of just Christmas itself, we were a family that on Christmas Eve, you know, we would either be at a church service for the candlelight thing. It depended on – sometimes we did that, sometimes sometimes we didn't. And then we always opened – one gift on Christmas Eve and typically it was like pajamas like Christmas pajamas or something sometimes it was like something else but most of the time it was Christmas pajamas Christmas day we you know we always woke up well I will let me interject here and say we did uh believe in Santa growing up even though we were obviously religious a missionary kid uh, pastor's kid my memory is that it was never like a bad thing Santa was like a thing we kind of accepted but -hmm. it was never like overshadowing Jesus so like that was still definitely the focus Jesus was the focus but they still played into not play that song well they like yeah they they participated in the playfulness of Christmas so there would be you know we'd wake up we weren't somebody that would like fill the tree you know leading up to Christmas there'd be some and then we'd wake up and there'd be like a bunch of presents underneath some bigger stuff sometimes sitting out that might be from Santa. I'm so um, excited for little you. <laughs> of yeah. like that that last rush of the gift showing up like oh, the that morning was, of. That was the best thing was waking up and then all of a sudden there's like way more gifts under there. In terms of like Christmas morning, we always did some kind of like muffins and orange juice. You know, we, we weren't the family. I will say that like just tore into things first thing like we did do it first thing in the morning but it was kind of like a slight delayed because you know everybody kind of at least mostly got ready like my mom would get ready and then we'd have a little breakfast and we'd read the Christmas story like the Jesus story and then we'd kind of go into you know the stockings and the Christmas presents and you know spent the day kind of playing with the gifts that we got so yeah that's like the, the the quickest thing we didn't really have any other like some people like Curtis they know they had like a food thing where they would always do like I don't know if it was oysters or seafood or something but ours was oh. always like some kind of breakfast like muffins and orange juice like something yeah. homemade but not like a crazy fancy breakfast right so. I don't even really remember having breakfast for Christmas like we probably did something and we we did the gift the night before too on Christmas Eve which honestly was probably the most exciting thing to me as a kid that like yeah. you know you're gonna get everything on Christmas Day but that thing of like you get one early there yeah. was nothing better to me nothing I better agree. Yeah, I like that is definitely something I'll do forever. Like mm-hmm. if I have kids, yeah, I will definitely do that. And then Christmas morning, we would sleep in like it was not about Santa at all, which we'll get to, but we would sleep in <laughs> and my mom would like cook all day. And then we would have like Christmas dinner, which was like between lunch and dinner time, mm-hmm. like late in the day, like the three, four o'clock thing. And then you're ready for this. I'm ready. We changed this when we got older because us kids put our like feet down or foot down our our collective foot down um <laughs> we opened gifts at night oh that's terrible they made us wait the whole day like just for looking years. at presents like yeah because it wasn't about the presents it's about everything else Blah. but then like the whole day you're just kind of like 
stewing waiting for the presents to go. yes so like I remember like I said once I they, when you know I'm the youngest of four once I came along I was just when you're the youngest I didn't get away with murder but I definitely got away with more than the older ones and I really like mouthed off if I wanted to and I yeah. kind of I remember getting older and just kind of like formulating a coup like we're not gonna have this anymore everybody else opens their gifts in the morning yeah totally <laughs> we're gonna do something yeah. yeah, and my mom was so funny. She would go through, like, different phases throughout the years of how she was going to handle that Christmas or whatever. So, like, we had Christmases with no presents intentionally, and we had Christmases where we had to wait till night to open our gifts, and then we had Christmases where one person had to open a gift at a time, and it took 17 hours. We did that. That was a thing at our <laughs> house, too. Where, well, that's not true. That's not true. We, I, I remember doing that with a bigger group of family members, but some, we would always like everybody gets a present and then we, yeah. we, we tried to do that so that everybody can have the moment to be like, look at what they got, you know? Yeah. So I Which think, I do appreciate. Yeah. I like yeah. that almost like everybody opening one at the same time. Yeah. Like that's fine. I don't know. I guess it just delays fine. it a little bit more. I'm like, as a parent, I will say that is, that part is hard because if you just like let everybody just go into them then it's like all these things that you you spent time buying or looking for for them it feels like the moment goes away where you're just like wait I want to see the the moment with this kid opening that and then wait now they're opening this significant thing and so it's like I get that you don't want to delay it tons and it's kind of torture but I do appreciate that to a degree not when it's like 20 people and then you're like oh my god this is gonna take five hours to open presents Right, exactly. Like we, you were too, but we were a family of six. It's a lot of flipping people. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so I have to know, like, so you guys did Santa and Jesus. Yeah. So, like, if you were going to assign percentages to, like, which it was about more, like, what was the ratio of Jesus versus Santa? I would still say it was, like, 90 to 100% Jesus because they didn't really play up the Santa thing in the sense of, Like, we would have the same conversations I feel like we'd have now with the kids where it's like, you know, Santa's coming. But I also, I think we were kids that that didn't believe pretty quickly. And so even, but even, even still, even when I was a teenager, my mom would like wrap stuff and write like from Santa. Like, it was just always like a thing that they participated in. So, but it was still, the focus was 100% Jesus. It wasn't like, you know, anybody dressed up and tried to pretend to be... Although I feel like I have this memory and I can't remember if I'm like dreaming it or if it actually happened, but I feel like I remember being very little and celebrating some Christmas, like very young, like younger than Beckett and maybe my uncle dressing up or maybe I was like, I stayed up and saw them putting stuff under the tree and was like confused, but I was such a logical and still to this day, I'm a very black and white kind of logical thinker. So I, it very quickly, I was like, we don't have a chimney this doesn't make any sense that anybody could come and break into our house. Also in South Africa, people get broken into all the time. So it also sounds terrifying that you're like, some yeah. man's going to come in and that is terrifying. Like this one day a year, Brittany, it's totally normal for somebody to break into your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what about That's you? Hilarious. So it was, if you, what was your uh, experience with Santa? So um, if I was going to break it into percentages of Jesus and Santa, it was 100% about Jesus and, like, negative 100% about Santa. That makes sense. Oh, I guess I didn't answer that. I guess Santa would be, like, it, it was, like, a 25%. But they, they never said it wasn't a thing. They weren't, like, oh, Santa's evil or right. anything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So, okay, so here's a question, though. Did you believe in the Easter Bunny? We also participated in that. 
participated, but did you believe in it ever? Were you like, oh I yeah, the Easter Bunny's real? Was, no, I never thought growing up, and, and I don't know, again, if this is a South African thing or not, but like I never for a second thought of the Easter Bunny the way I did Santa, even though I okay. didn't believe about Santa very early on. I feel like by eight, I 100% didn't believe in yeah. Santa. Um, but the Easter Bunny thing, I, I feel like it was just always played like it's this fun thing, like kind of like – um. St. Patrick's Day, like the leprechaun. It's just like the, right. the icon. A mascot. The mascot, yeah. Yes. Totally. So for me, Santa was just like the Easter Bunny, just like the leprechaun, just like Cupid on Valentine's Day. Nobody like, quote unquote, like believes in those things. Maybe mm. some people do. Maybe the Easter Bunny. But like you don't believe in those things. They're just like a representation of the holiday. So for me, that's what Santa was. My parents didn't deny the existence of a character called Santa. We would okay. even do things like one of my favorite Christmas traditions we had when I was a kid was there was this now that I'm older and looking back I think it was like one of those old folks the nice trailer parks Mm -hmm. you know like you have to be 55 plus to live in them but they're all like triple wide like nice trailer parks Mm -hmm. and they're like they would set up all of these old people would set up this like um cul-de-sac like loop and they called it candy cane lane and you would drive down it and you look at everybody's lights and all Mm -hmm. the people are out there and you get to the end and there's santa claus and mrs claus and they would give you a candy cane and you drive back out and we did that every single year but never was i like it's actually santa claus it was just like that's a dude pretending to be the mascot that is the christmas thing it wasn't like you're a friend of santa either it was just like there is no santa yeah and we're just going to, like, talk about you the way, like, you know, a Mickey Mouse. I mean, honestly, I, I guess I'd have to actually ask my parents how they – because I don't remember how they presented it. I just never remember feeling like Santa was, like, a bad thing. It was just kind of, like, a part of Christmas that they kind of pretended happened. But I also don't think they – it might be closer to you than, than not in the sense of, like, it being more of a mascot because, like – I keep, I'm, now I'm going to say this for like the 10th time, but because of being in South Africa, we never did like the go get pictures on Santa's lap. Like right. if that happened, it may have happened in the state when we were in the state side. Cause I don't think that even, it may be a thing now there, but like at the time I don't remember doing that. I could be wrong. Um, and even now, like to think about with my kids, like we've actually, I don't know if we've ever done that other than when they had one come to work. Cause I think, cause we didn't grow up doing it. I don't, I always like, forget about it until I see everybody's pictures and now it's like my kids are seven and nine and I'm like I'm not gonna start this now it's fine yeah Um. that's hilarious because (laughs) okay that is so funny 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 so my mom like once we got like too old for everything and we never believed in Santa blah 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 once we're too old for all of it she started being like I don't know if she started, like, regretting that she never did that with us, but by the time I'm, like, 13, 14, she starts putting presents under the tree that say, like, from Santa, and I'm oh, like, really? why? <laughs> why are you doing this? Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> but, like, that would be the same thing. Like, oh, we never had the pictures with you, but now that, like, you're this old, we're going to go get them. That is kind of funny. Like, maybe we need to start the tradition with the kids once they're teenagers and be like, now we're going to get go make you sit on Santa's lap. Hysterical. Although that also sounds, like, slightly terrible and maybe, like, child abuse. But no, not <laughs> child abuse, but just, like, no, you must go sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> just ask them if they feel like they're being abused. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like this is abuse? We're going to go with no. <laughs> it's like one of those awkward family photos. Like, yeah. this is how you participate. 
It's so um, funny. So, like, the Santa thing, though, like, as I've gotten older, it's so funny. Um, I, you know, I meet people who grew up similar to how I did. And it's like, I would say it's like a 70, uh, like an 80-20 split. 80% believed in Santa. But I do meet people who, like me, grew up not believing in Santa. And when somebody else who didn't grow up as religiously as we did find out, like my boyfriend, when he found this out, he was crying child abuse. He was like, that's abusive. That is that you abusive. you didn't get to experience it? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> He's like, everything about this. He's like, that is evil that you weren't allowed to believe in Santa. I'm like, I don't disagree. It's something that, like, I do feel like I missed out on. Yeah. But, like, again, having kids now, it's something that's tough to, like, address because my son is, like, very much my mini-me in terms of asking the logical questions, very science brain. And I heard them, like, I didn't participate in the conversation, but we let the kids, like, completely decorate the tree. We kind of have done that the last couple years where I just, like, let them decorate it. And it's all over the place, but it's fine. (laughs) But it's, like, they're kind of doing their thing, and we help them, but it's, like, they get to just choose, and I don't care if it's not spread out. And they were talking, something came up about Santa, and, like, last year... Beckett was like 100% like Santa's not real like he had definitely heard it at school and then was like yeah you know and then he would tell Nadia that and Nadia was like then she'd ask me and I'm like I always would be like well what do you think you know and I think she believed and then this year I heard them talking and it sounded like Beckett shifted back into like kind of really wanting to believe that maybe it's a thing but I think it's also because we do like the tooth fairy and I don't remember as a kid when I realized that that was my parents you know yeah um, and I don't know if they know. I feel like Beckett d- believes it, though. So that's where I feel like believes that it is real. And so I'm wondering if that has shifted him back to Santa. So totally. I'm not sure. There wasn't really a definitive uh, answer to the discussion. They were both just kind of going back and forth. Of like, well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? And I just let them have their conversation. So yeah. I just can't really lie to them when it's – That's which is why I always am like, well, what do you think? Because – if they're like, is Santa real? I might go to the historical route or like just be like, well, what do you think? Because I don't yeah. be like, well, no. Well, what do you mean by real? I might just keep asking questions, you know? Oh, totally. That's perfect. That's a very Jesus thing of you to do when they ask <laughs> like something, just like respond with a question. Yeah. Yeah. That's very Jesus like. 101. <laughs> but yeah. When you don't want to address Aww. the hard questions, just re-ask another question. Yeah, exactly. I love that, though. I love the idea of, like, circling back to it as a child, you know, like, going through that back and forth of um, is it or isn't it, you know? Because usually you hear about somebody, like, once they don't believe anymore, they just don't believe anymore. Yeah. I hope he keeps believing. Is Nadia out? I think Nadia, I think my gut says that she doesn't think it's actually real, but she doesn't want to say, because I think to say yeah. might be disappointing the, the illusion, which is yeah. why I don't think we've ever, like, played it up a ton, because Curtis didn't grow up, like, believing in Santa at all. So with her, I don't know, I don't know. I, my gut says she doesn't actually think it's real. Right. Nadia is the type of kid, so they're so great. So just for reference, if you don't know, (laughs) Brittany's kids are nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah, I'm like already thinking of next year, 10 and eight. That's what Um, I was going to say too. And I'm like, I know she'll be 10 in like a month and a half, so. Totally. And then he's like right behind her. Yeah. Nadia's at the age where, well, Nadia's a thoughtful kid. So like when she's thinking about something, you can see her thinking. Yes. 
and she'll kind of wait for like feedback from you and like a reaction from you so i think the thing with nadia if like santa comes up is you have to be like poker face because she can read you she can read people 100%. and she's so intuitive and she'll know she wants to like, know what the right answer is so she can give yes. you the right answer and i'm like there isn't a right answer to this you know and at this point they're at the age where if they're like you know if they if they literally ask me like does somebody does santa come into our house and leave presents i would probably say no or i would say something like you know santa represents like the giving spirit and like you know us as your parents yeah we are those people and, and your grandparents and everybody who want to like make you feel special that day and just kind of make it a more generic answer instead of just being like no don't don't believe in that it's no we're just kid. trying to convey yeah <laughs> convey the spirit of what santa represents I know. Well, I think in the 90s, it was like, I mean, there's a million Christmas movies, right? But I think one of the movies that did it best in terms of like, the movie that made me hope that Santa was real, even though I always knew he wasn't, was the movie The Santa Claus. Oh, yes. I feel like they attacked that question that kids have of how does Santa do everything? How does it make sense? Like all of those things and gave like plausible answers. And yeah. it was the movie that like, I just loved that movie when I was a Is kid. That the, you mean the Tim Allen one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I loved that one too. It's still that so good. Like that might be one like, of my favorite ones. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. It's a classic. I think it was an instant classic. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. So do you have traditions in your family that like either have carried over into adulthood now that you have your own family or have you guys made your own? I'm trying to think if we've started anything that's completely different than how we did it. Um, I mean, sometimes I wish we did things and then always like here we are sitting at December 1st. Like I always thought it was fun when I see people do those, um, what is it called? The, the calendar thing. What's the um, advent calendar? The advent calendar. Like we never yeah. really did that. We may have had we one, didn't but either. I, don't, I don't think we did that growing up. And there's been a couple years where I'm like, oh, let's make this thing. And then we'll do an activity every day. And then literally every time it comes around and I'm like, oh, it's already here. And the kids have brought that up. So that might be something I need to just like participate in this year. And we'll do our own like COVID version. I'm sure there's like a Pinterest of something you can do. For sure. Um, but no, I mean, our our Christmas traditions with the kids are pretty similar to, to mine growing up because um, Curtis's were very different. So we definitely adapted my family's. Um, and all, I say very different in the sense of just like not as many traditions. And then they also, I think he might have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like because they didn't do Santa, the Christmas presents were always just already there under the tree, and I think they open a lot of them Christmas Eve, actually, like almost everything, or they or they open their stockings Christmas Eve, something like backwards where I was like, yeah. so there was no illusion of like something being filled and you wake up and that kind of thing. Right. So we do, with with the kids, we wake up and we'll, I'll make some kind of like little snack, but I don't make it a whole thing. Um, and then we just kind of get into the presents, like we, we don't even read the Christmas story. I mean, I think in the past we have done that or we'll try to talk about something, but most of the time we just kind of like dig yeah. in. So. I always zoom in. So my dad has always read the Christmas story too um, on Christmas day. And I always like, well, it didn't used to be zoom. I would like FaceTime or whatever in with my family and my dad reads the Christmas story. And I still love that just because it's like the one time that, you know, my dad stopped full-time pastoring when I was 17. Mm -hmm. And so it's like takes me back to when I was a kid because my dad has such like, he has an orator's voice. He has a preacher's voice. It's different from his regular voice. Yeah. And when he reads the Christmas story, it's like the one time that I hear him use it again. Yeah. And I love that. So it's just nostalgic for my childhood. And I always, if I, if for any reason I can't like call in when he's doing it, they always take a video and send it to me because I live oh, so far sweet. away. 
Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I'm not reading the Christmas story to anybody. Yeah, no. yeah, it's we don't have as many as like might be fun, but it's just I think we're we we're pretty chill about it. Kind of just open presents and then spend the day together, kind of vegging yeah. around, or you know, if we're with friends or something, we might see people later in the day, but. It's, yeah. We're pretty low-key people overall when it comes to, like, celebratory things. It, just in the sense of, like, I want to celebrate with the people that I love, but I we're not, like, going to set this epic, like, you know, China table setting with, like, a big Christmas dinner. It's just yeah. never been us. But um, some good food and presents sounds great. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Speaking of advent calendars, I do have to say, I didn't grow up with those either, but, like, late into my 20s, mid into my 20s-something – I started making like my own version of an advent calendar where I went to the store and I got all of like the weird booze that you never have in the house, (laughs) like peppermint schnapps and coffee Mm. liqueur and like all this stuff. And I stocked my cabinets with it. And then like every day, this is terrible, every day (laughs) uh, leading up to Christmas in my advent calendar, you would open the little door on the little tree with the date and it would tell you the cocktail you're making today. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. It was a good time. I did that for two or three years. That's cool. I know. Yeah. I'm like, it is December 1st, so maybe I need to do a little bit of research. And even if we started a few days late, it's like we can count down the last 10 days or 15 days or something. Totally. Or do like the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like 25 is a lot a lot of decisions to make and put in the little things unless it's – and I know you can buy the ones where it's like already has candy, but I would want it to be something a little more fun, I think. I know. Those things, they always have terrible candy. Like sometimes it's peppermints. Yeah. Or just like chocolate that's been sitting there for a long time. Do you have any traditions that you do now that are, like, the same or different than your childhood? Now, like, the the advent calendar thing I was doing for a while, I don't do it so much anymore. I mean, maybe I'll do it again, but I don't do it so much anymore because Josh is not super into alcohol, like, Mm -hmm. as a lifestyle. So I don't, like, it's kind of boring. Like, you don't want to drink alone and make this, like, fancy (laughs) cocktail by myself. So I don't really do that. Um, Here's the truth. I like a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. They're so cheesy. But they give you the feels without fail. So I love I love that. I mean, you know, every year you have to watch. We already watched Home Alone. I slept through half of it. <laughs> <laughs> we already watched, like, Elf, You Gotta, White yeah. Christmas. I love a bunch of the old ones. Um, so, like, all of that stuff. But, like, I, I think when you don't have kids and you're not married, I don't know. Like, you – I don't have a lot of meaningful Christmas traditions anymore. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of sad. I mean, it makes sense. I, I remember, I feel like I've heard you talk about that before, just, like, with the kid thing. It, it Even though we've had kids for a while now, I remember the few years where we didn't have them. You know, we might be with family, but even still, it feels less, like, energetic and, like, I don't know. What's, there's, a, like, joyful. Not that it's less joyful, without, but there's they bring some sense of just, like, that childhood memories that you're reflecting back on when you were yeah. little and so you're seeing it through their eyes and so it, it truly totally. is like kind of the cliche thing or like as the parent I remember my parents I guess this is more tradition stuff like you know they would get each other presents but it wouldn't be like that many you know we didn't grow up with like tons of money but like my dad was always very generous and like would get my mom something and we would pick out something with for my dad with my mom but like I I remember hitting an age and just being like isn't it sad that like you guys don't get as many presents as you give us and now as an adult I'm like no I get it like it's so much more I have so much more joy in having fun to see them open stuff and also we're at the age now where like it's something still getting something is really nice but it's we're also the kind of people that are like if you really want something like why don't you get it when it comes out or like we'll just splurge like on an off time then 
wait yeah. and save it up kind of thing. And you guys have always been good, though, about, like, you tend to get each other, like, one big thing together. Yeah, we'll do that. Well, instead of, like, I think that's the thing is I also don't want to waste money on stuff that we're, neither of us really want or need. So I'd, I'd rather either us go do, like, a little shopping trip and we pick out our own stuff or we'll go in and be, like, we're going to buy a new TV or, like, something that's we don't necessarily need but, like, we've been mm-hmm. wanting and that's just, like, our thing. Or one year, uh, a couple years ago, which I honestly would love to do this as a thing moving forward with the kids when we're out of this pandemic, is we went to Belize. We weren't there the actual day, but that was kind of, like, our Christmas present to ourselves. Like, one year we did a cruise that was, like, a little closer to Thanksgiving and another year we went to Belize with some family and I love the idea of even, like, maybe doing minimal like presents like one or two and then mm-hmm. doing like a big trip away I love that rather too. than you know I love being home but I also love to travel so I think yeah. showing the kids the world I'd much rather do than like spend all the money on toys and stuff so okay here is the thing this is one tradition that I do do <laughs> um <laughs> is for Josh every year for Christmas and I've done this since the first year we started dating I get him six gifts okay exactly and what they are theme them and they're always um, mind, body, soul. And then the other three are friends, family, us. Oh, you're going to have to like write this down for me later because or I could just listen to our podcast again. But <laughs> I I love this. I always see this kind of stuff and I'm like, I didn't know anybody who actually implements it. So tell me. Oh, more. yeah. I've done it every single year we've been dating. So like, for instance, like with mind, it tends to be a book. He's a reader okay. and I love that. So it tends to be a book. Body. Um, one year he like had just kind of gotten into essential oils a little bit. So I got him like a diffuser, Mm -hmm. um, with essential oils and then soul. I'm trying to think what I did for soul one year. I think I did. Um, oh, so I got him like records. He didn't own a record player or record. So I did that like music feeding your soul. It's always an extrapolation. No, but that I love it. It's the it's themed. I love it. It's themed. And then like for friends, family, us one year I did friends. He is like obsessed with sparkling water. So I bought him. What's the thing called? Oh, the I don't know. You know, the sparkling water maker. The sparkling water maker. (laughs) So that when he had friends over, he always could offer sparkling water. Yeah. And then for family, one year we went to um, North Carolina and he drove me up to like his childhood home. And Mm. it's out in like the, you know, it's in Low Gap, North Carolina, right by the mountains, middle of nowhere. And when he stopped to look left and right to turn onto the main road, I took a picture of the road signs Mm-hmm. when he was looking left and I like framed that so oh, that was family cool. yeah and then last year no two years ago his us gift was I got Gilligan a new um Gilligan was my dog I got him a new collar or a new um tag mm-hmm. and on the new tag it was my phone number and Josh's phone number oh that's so oh. sweet it was the best that was the best gift he got that year that he loved so much was that like it's so personal it was yeah, it was personal. I was, like, acknowledging that, like, you're part of Gilligan's life so much now. And if he goes missing, I want him, I want them to call you. Yeah. That's <laughs> so things so like sweet. that. Does he do that back to you? Or is that, Girl, like, no. Thing? Okay. okay. Well, I was like, <laughs> well, I didn't know if that had been, like, a yeah. thing. Did you implement that since dating Josh? Yeah. Okay. No, I love yeah. that. That's really It cool. just came up that year. I don't even know. I was just, like, thinking of whatever, and it just came up that year. But, um... 
Yeah, no, I always do it for him. And he's a good gift giver, too. He thinks of really... He's good about getting things that are, like, for us to enjoy each other and do things together versus, like, thingy things. Yeah, no, that makes like, sense. Like, he's given me, like, a trip for Christmas. And he's given me, like, last year he got us a Nintendo Switch. You know yeah. what I mean? Stuff yeah. we can do together. So, I love that. So, if y'all are single out there, you can make your own traditions. And I forgot about that one for a minute until we kept talking. No, I think that's I think that's awesome. I'm definitely... I've read so many of those things with even with the kids where it's like only get them these like four things or whatever and I can totally get behind it. I think there's like the the side of me that grew up and and my parents always got it like they made we got stuff that we asked for like one of one or a few of the things that we were hoping for might not have been everything on the list because we didn't grow up with like gobs of money but I think there's I've had to like even Curtis has talked to me about this before where I'm like I think there's this part of me that's like you know because we do have some extra money here and there like that I want to like overdo it sometimes but then there's been years where I'm like we did buy too many things and even just like dumb things but then it's like it does get lost in the Mm -hmm. so many you know and so then it's like more the significant few you know and then maybe doing like an experience or a trip or something you know totally okay so I just have like a few quick things I need to know okay if you objectively were gonna pick like what is the greatest Christmas song ever made what is the greatest Christmas song ever made I don't know so if I'm thinking about like kind of more religious based songs like oh holy night is like I, that's it it's ding, just, ding, it's ding. It. ding 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 I mean and then you you know there's a lot of I love it's kind of been it's been put to death at this point but like I love the Mariah Carey album that everybody is oh, obsessed yeah. with you know so there's some songs there that you just I will always adore but just a solid oh holy night is probably my favorite and also her version of oh holy yes. night is just <laughs> flawless yes yeah yes. I think objectively you? honestly I think that probably is like the greatest most like magnificent Christmas song ever made I think mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite religious Christmas song my favorite religious Christmas song is what child is this also known um, as green sleeves I love that one too that one it almost gave me it. goosebumps thinking about it yeah, that's how I feel every time. It honestly gives me goosebumps. It's like in a minor key and it feels I love I love the minor key Christmas songs. Like oh, I love I, Yes. Yes, I, right? There's nothing better. That's why like as soon as you said that one, I'm like, oh I love that one so much. Oh, it's, it's so just, good. Yeah. When we were kids, we always had to sing at Christmas time at church. My mom would ha- make us all sing. And for whatever reason, I don't remember my song, but my brother's song at Christmas was always God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Mm, also that's in a minor key right yeah I think so yeah and oh I love them they're so creepy yeah (laughs) oh they make me feel things yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay worst Christmas song oh maybe Jingle Bells (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty terrible it is pretty terrible I don't know that one also and it's probably just because it was like so overdone like Joy to the World although so there's some of them that I'm just like oh my god but I think it's because it just gets overplayed so I don't know if I have a one that I hate. I think it might just be Jingle Bells. It's also because it's the one that the kids will come home in 5,000 different versions of Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. Oh, yeah. And then Robin like, Leg. Yeah, but now they're always like, and Robin did ballet. And it's like, why is that so bad? Robin can do ballet. It's okay. Totally. What's wrong um, with that? I don't know. So they always have different versions of that. But. So funny. When I was um, 17, I worked at JCPenney. Mm-hmm. And... I worked during the Christmas season that year, and I remember I worked with my friend Meredith from high school, and we, and my friend Scott, uh, hey Scott, and (laughs) 
that Christmas, when you work in a department store in general, everything's on loop. The music is on loop anyway. But mm-hmm. that Christmas, they played the song Last Christmas. Oh. You know, uh, George Michael. Yep. 50 freaking thousand times. I am good if I never hear that song again in my entire life. Yeah, I think as you're saying that, I, I didn't spend as much time at a department. I've worked for a brief time at a department store during Christmas as well. And that I feel like that is triggering some kind of memory in me because I don't like I'm not a big fan of that song either. It kind of just it feels sucks. like it's been overdone as well. It's so overdone. But I do love that song. Happy, happy Christmas. The one where like it opens up and it's John. Le- is it John Lennon? I don't know. I'm gonna screw this up. But it's one where he goes, happy Christmas, Coco. Happy Christmas, Julie. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the but best. Christmas also like the and, and I can't remember the whole range of it, but it feels just so like. Yes. It's like just four notes up and down. It's just like. It's monotonous. It's monotonous. That's the word I was looking for. I'm like. Let's I, retire last Christmas. Yeah, please. I agree. I agree. <laughs> for the love. I got to know though. So we, so when we post on social about this, this has to be the question is what are objectively the best Christmas songs and yes. the worst Christmas songs? We must know. Religious yes. and non-religious. I agree. I agree. Because so many things are going to come to mind and we'll be like, yeah, that one too. Screw that Christmas song. <laughs> totally i know i can't think of more right now but i'm sure they exist totally well i to be a downer really quick (laughs) please i don't think i'm gonna decorate for christmas whatsoever this year because i have to move out of my house i keep forgetting about that part of the fact that you have to move i'm like why the hell would i put out a christmas tree that i have to go to all the trouble to like pack all that stuff back up so i don't think i'm going to at all yeah i don't think i'm gonna do anything that's so sad isn't it? So it sad. really is really sad. I'm so angry. I didn't think about that. I mean, I guess you're just embracing the pandemic life. You just are like, no. I know. There's no joy this Christmas. Yeah. No joy. You know what? I'm going to listen to Last Christmas on repeat because that's how bad this Christmas is. <laughs> just be the Grinch. <laughs> just be like, I'm done. Totally. I think I may have already turned into the Grinch, but that's okay. Tiffany still loves me for now. <laughs> I, I love you forever. Well, I, I've been telling you, so last night, Brittany and our FaceTiming, as we tend to do, and my boyfriend overheard me telling her a story about uh, what a monster I was last week for Thanksgiving <laughs> to him, like absolutely losing my mind on him. And like, you were texting about, you know, we don't feel like ourselves and all this. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not embracing that. I'm actually trying to do something right now about it. But it just is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am my worst right now. <laughs> it just is. And I don't want to be my worst to him. So I'm trying to do things about that. But um, it was just so funny because he heard me telling you the story. And he told me afterward, I heard you talking about the apple pie incident. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if he, like, your place is, like, knowing you were sitting in your room in his studios right next to you, I was like. He wasn't even in often, there. He was in the oh, kitchen. He, oh, oh really? I'm sorry. I was, he was like, in how the living often room. does he maybe overhear, which I don't care. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, no, him yeah. hearing that side of the conversation. I know. Because. I have my headphones and he doesn't yeah. hear you at all I was like yeah. well just so you know I wasn't ragging on you I was telling her what a monster I was to you and like what triggered it so you got the whole story but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally I can attest that is accurate yeah so from one Grinch to another yes and to all of you Grinches out there that might not be feeling the holiday spirit you know we're here with you yeah Maybe this uplifted you a little bit I don't know yeah I think it it helped my spirits more than I was feeling before this so me too I mean I laughed like that is goal met yep I know (laughs) Curtis is gonna be like but she still laughs that she he hasn't heard that the last few days so I'm like oh a little lighter in here but wait what is that what is that thing every time 
Oh, no, it's a bell. But your voice can be a bell. Every time your voice sounds like a bell when you laugh, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> Name that Christmas movie, y'all. Put it in the comments and we'll send you a free gift of our love. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm all over the place. It just feels good to smile. Well, yes. Merry Christmas. We will talk to you again before Christmas. Um, happy holidays to everyone who does not celebrate Christmas you do you, but if you do celebrate Christmas and you don't allow your child to believe in Santa, there's something wrong with you. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> she Love has you, the scars to prove it. They're so deep. They're so deep. I don't think it's hurting anybody, and that's my opinion. So Merry <gasps> Christmas to everybody, and yeah, I was going to say in Happy New Year, but we'll definitely talk to you even before Christmas. And Happy New Year. You know what? We started this podcast almost a year ago, and I remember our 20... 20- 20 episode of like oh new year new you blah 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 and like little did we know that like the worst year of everyone's life was about to hit but we were super optimistic then maybe we'll have similar feelings in light of what has happened this year so stay tuned that's right stay tuned (laughs) we will we'll chat soon that's that's what we'll do and until then i'm tiffany and i'm Brittany. And this was What the Hell Podcast. Uh, yeah. I was waiting on the like, are you going to say the bye? And then I Sorry, harmonize I do. with you. <laughs> no. Bye. Oh, wait, you just totally, I didn't hear you. It cut out right as you did. <laughs> just pick a tone and it'll be like the version of me harmonizing because I don't know how. Bye. bye.